Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Game Global Podcast, hosted by Kieran Callum. Through the magic of technology, me and Mr. Dave Lee are about to have ourselves a podcast. Hello to whoever is listening and welcome to another episode of the Game Global Podcast. I am Kieran Callum and as I always say, this is a show that's here to give you some tips and tools and resources that you can use to max out your dating and your sexual and your confidence goals. Now today, I have a very special man with me. He is a, let's say, a pickup artist from Australia, and his name is Mr. Dave Lee. Now he's here to speak to me about hypergamy, aren't you, Dave? Yeah, yeah. Today we're going to talk about hypergamy, and what exactly would you like to cover? What what specific parts of it? I know more or less what hypergamy is. I get the general point, but the listeners don't. So for somebody who does not have a freaking clue. And has maybe just seen that word online but doesn't really know what it means. What the hell is hypergamy and why the heck should me or anyone else as men give a damn about it? Hypergamy is basically that women in general, and I'm generalizing <laughs> for those out there listening, is that a woman biologically, it is in her best interest to find the best man that she can continuously and to change men depending on their fluctuation in status or power within any social situation. And the reason why they it's in their best interest and it's biological is so that if they were to have children, it increases the chances of their offspring surviving. So that's basically my understanding of what hypergamy is. All right, so that's my understanding as well. So for the guy in Tokyo who is hearing about hypergamy for the first time, how does this innate biological urge within women to find the best man that they can affect women's dating lives and by a knock-on definition affect the men who they do or don't date? I, I guess depending on what your status is and depending on where you are. So for instance, it's not always just the archetypical, archetypical, I can't even pronounce that word. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's archetypal. The guy that is like the alpha, that is he's seven foot tall, he's jacked, he's a warrior. It's not, it's not necessarily always that, because in the modern era, it would also just be a man who would have a lot of resources as well, so not just a, a wealthy man. Uh, it could even be, if they're in a wealthy country, they they might not need food or a roof over the head, so it could be a man that has charisma. could also be a man that has some form of future ahead of him so he's he's showing promise it's like picking a rookie for the the football team someone that may become someone great uh later on in life it's a multitude of things even even in the most extreme cases it, it can be the worst type of man you'll probably imagine is a an incel gamer that lives in his parents basement but if this girl is a gamer herself hypergamy could pick it, kick in if she's in that community of gamers she might pick the guy who has the best gaming skills even though he doesn't have any life skills so it is determined on uh, what area you're in if that makes any sense hopefully it does okay it does to me but 
Again, for the person who's listening who isn't as au fait with this kind of world as you or I, the implication behind your words is that women need men to look after them. Why does a woman need access to a man's resources? She's a strong, powerful, independent young woman who doesn't need no man. Why would it be in her DNA to seek shelter, comfort, protection, whatever from any kind of man. That flies directly in the face of what we're told about women in society. So what's going on there? This is imprinted in us. And I understand that we're we're mod we're in the modern era these days. But even two hundred years ago it was we didn't have the modern comforts that we have today where the middle class and even the lower class have a roof over their head, they have electricity and light and warmth and modern economy with all, all the, the the modern things that we have today so biologically uh, and and also uh, we are animals and that's something that i think we, we need to understand is that uh, we our genes do control us <laughs> uh, they they do control what we do and uh, a lot of the time we don't have control over our urges so even though a woman in the modern era doesn't really need to pick the, the richest man or the, the biggest alpha guy that she could find or uh, the most intelligent guy or because she really... And, and also in the modern era, a lot of these first world countries have paid taxes to the government. The government can provide some form of welfare for a single mother. So a single mother can in fact bring up a child these days whereas 200 years ago they couldn't so uh, it doesn't make sense for a woman to be hypogamous to today but evidence is everywhere that they still are behaving in a hypogamy fashion if that makes any sense yeah so what i will say to the person who's listening is kind of like this so as men what we're attracted to let's just say like sexual attraction what we're attracted to is signs of physical beauty and people always act like that's really shallow but the reason why we're attracted to physical beauty is because physical beauty implies health and health implies healthy baby that's literally it so our genes are basically screening for bodies that aren't going to fall apart and that are going to preserve the integrity of the human race it's actually quite a beautiful thing however on the flip side what are women going for women aren't really going for physical beauty they like it Yes, but it's not the main thing. Women are going for traits that will allow the beautiful, strong, healthy baby that they have birthed to actually last that's kind of what they're going for and those traits might be confidence if you're a confident man that means that you have a track record of getting things done if you have a track record of getting things done that means that if she's with you she's probably not going to die because you're a go-getter and a winner if you're a funny guy then that means that you give good feelings around people and people that generally like you if you're well connected then well if you're well connected people usually do things for you if they usually do things for you then they will do things for her if she's actually related to you if you have lots of money then well she's not going to starve her children aren't going to starve blah 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 so that's the kind of stuff that they're actually going for truth is that in the animal kingdom let's say you had a trial like you got pride lions and you got the alpha lion and this is the lion that's on the top this lion is the man then another lion comes and challenges him and beats him in a fight now the other female lions they're not attracted to the alpha anymore he's no longer the alpha they look at him differently now now the new alpha is this new lion and they wouldn't give the tiniest crap about the fact that they no longer want him they'll just treat him differently and that exists in human beings which is 
well, kind of sad, really. But it's also true in men as well. Like, if you got a man who's with a wife and she puts on a ton of weight, he might still love her. But is he going to be as rampantly attracted to her as he was when she looked like a model? No, unless he likes BBWs. But if he liked BBWs, he wouldn't have been with her when she was a model. But on the flip side, women, if they're with some guy... And it's another thing as well. It's like, whatever it is about you that was there when you meet a woman like that's what she's attracted to so if she meets you and you're muscular great you've got a really good job you've got money coming in in fact you've got like several businesses that you're running and money coming in from these several businesses and you radiate this aura of confidence and everybody respects you that's what she's attracted to and then if some sort of like media scandal happens or something and then you lose all your money and you're a pariah in the in the news and everybody hates you well now you've lost everything that she was initially attracted to so even if she chooses to stay with you she doesn't feel the same way about you now because the very stuff that made her go weak at the knees and wet is now actually gone that's kind of what it is so guess what we're saying with regards to hypergamy is it's just something that we as men have to deal with which is the fact that even though they don't admit this in the news in the radio the tv the newspapers websites and even though if people were playing this conversation on the news they would hate both me and Dave for saying this it's a very true thing there's certain things that women want and women can and often do leap from man to man to man to get better deals some women don't many women don't but many women do and then that's life well yes you mentioned the group dynamics there you, you mentioned groups of guys so one thing that i have noticed and it's very common is that if you have a group of guys just say you, you bring out your football team and you're like one of the popular guys in the football team it triggers something in women where they see the tribe they instantly think oh that's the tribe and if you welcome them into your football team and all the boys are around she will instantly just become very feminine and just want to hang around and that's a form of hypergamy as well that means that you you've been chosen by the tribe and all the other guys respect you enough to not harass her and try to take her off you and so she just assumes that you're of value within the tribe and that's a form of hypergamy as well uh, she just slots into the tribe. She doesn't know anyone in the group, but that helps with you getting the girl as well. That's a form of hypergamy as well. And then I'd like to move on to my own personal experiences. I grew up with a single mother. My mum obviously had two sisters. Both her sisters had daughters. I was surrounded by women that were all single women. <laughs> but my mum was the most hypergamous of all. She divorced my father when she was, I was like one years old, something like that. When I was about 10 years old, she found another man who came from a wealthy family, remarried. And then later on in her late 40s, 50s, she met a new man and got married again. And the, the final marriage was one of the richest men in Australia, actually. He's extremely wealthy, a software engineer, something along those lines. And that's a form of hypergamy. And she was always looking up. I never saw her thinking about dating someone who was beneath her. And also, when I was growing up too, she had another boyfriend who was like the Australian version of a gangster, just covered in tattoos, drug dealer. We call them bikies down here. 
she experimented with okay guy born into a rich family crazy alpha dude covered in tattoos who eventually tried to kill her <laughs> and then eventually found a, a software engineer with a phd so she chose education she chose wealth born into money like the prince and the alpha dude that's massive huge tall dude so she tried all of them and she was just looking for the best she could find that's a hypogamous woman and not all women are like that there's a whole spectrum but i think that's relevant to the discussion we're having today what does a man who's listening to this conversation do as a result of this information so we say okay so there's a thing called hypergamy and it essentially means that women are genetically hardwired to go after the man who they believe is the best that they can get essentially to go after a man who is better than they're currently getting to always look up women are genetically hardwired to do that and then some men will say okay not all women do that and i would also say not all women do that but one thing i would argue is is that just like you get men who don't leave their wives even though their wives aren't that pretty you know for a fact that those men who haven't left their wives even though their wives aren't that pretty and they're a little bit out of shape and boring in bed etc they walk down the street and they see sexy women and their heads do turn biologically they're still wanting to do something but their values their ethics their upbringing whatever is stopping them from actually acting upon it so they do the right thing so there's obviously women who don't actually follow their hypergamous tendencies but i'm sure they still actually have them the husband is a loser like say marge simpson you ever seen those episodes of the simpsons where marge occasionally meets a man that's way better than homer and she's tempted but she never follows through there's one where she meets jacques in like a really early episode his name was jacques i can't remember his name now but yeah yeah anyway she meets him and she almost cheats on homer with this guy truth be told she actually should have done as well there's tons of women out there like marge simpson my point is fair enough women have these tendencies and fair enough you're gonna meet lots of women who actually do exhibit and act upon these tendencies what does a man who is listening to this conversation do with this information i don't want to have people get confused and think that women are biologically predisposed to cheating and that that's a different thing altogether my understanding is a man a man produces sperm we produce thousands of sperm within each pinhead of sperm that means that we can impregnate millions of girls so we're we're more likely to cheat that's just biological that's what we do we're more likely to have one girl and, and then have sex with another girl down the street another one another one because biologically each drop of semen has thousands of sperm within it but women on the other hand they produce one egg per month so that means they're more likely to be monogamous and they're more likely to nest once they've found their man. And hypergamy can only really kick in uh, when they haven't found a man, so they're, they're less likely to cheat, just biologically. And it's also a safety mechanism too, because if you go through thousands of years, the, w the woman who cheated when we were cavemen <laughs> running around the Stone Age, she would have most likely have died <laughs> if she got caught cheating, right? Uh, it would have been very dangerous to go sleep with the next tribe down the road, or would have triggered a, a war. So uh, it's been bred out of human beings, especially women, to, to go around and cheat. So I just want to clear that up. And there's also a book that I read quite a while ago called The Selfish Gene. Just understanding that we have evolved to where we are today, the Selfish Gene was written by a professor at Oxford University, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, in, in the UK. It touches on hypergamy a little bit. Why hypergamous 
women who chose the best men and their offspring survived. The selfish gene was passed down through generations, through thousands of years, and the women who felt like choosing the, the man who was the runt of the tribe or the, the guy who was the dummy of the tribe or the, the man that was deformed or had some form of a mental or physical illness or something like that, her genes were not passed down. So the women who chose men who survived, those were the genes that were passed down. And that was obviously a strategy that has worked up until now. And, and even though society's changed, we still have that within us. So just to have a little bit of a background of where we are. And I think there was a guy by the name of Rolo Tomasi. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he mentions hypergamy or he's written a book about that. I'm not sure. Was it Rolo Tomasi or was it someone else? We'll just say Rolo Tomasi for now, but there's a guy out there that specialised in that, and he was a dating coach or pickup artist, I'm not, not exactly sure, it was somewhere along those lines. Well, so here's what I would say to some man who's listening, who probably feels a little bit down and dejected actually hearing this. The way I see it is, life is basically like a giant game. I think it kind of is. If you think of an RPG where like Final Fantasy or World of Warcraft or something like that, where you start and you have your character and your character's at level one and you wander around this world and you fulfill quests and you get into adventures and you level up your character in a wide variety of areas and you head down along different paths. That's pretty much like the world. Yes, there's this thing called hypergamy which exists. And yes, it basically means that women often will go for the best man that they can and yes that that sometimes then means that women will be disappointed in you or just leave you or trade up and blah 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 like i back in the day when i was poor pretty much every girlfriend i had had an issue with the fact that i didn't have money and they just said it to me all the time it was like a constant thing whereas and i always thought that was unfair because if it, the shoe was on the other foot and they didn't have money it would be fine but it's not fine when it's me. But anyway, the point is this. These are the rules that we're in. So now that you know, and now that you're aware of the fact that women want the best man that they can get, and that women will trade up if possible, the only option, well, there's two options. There's option number one, which is okay to just accept that and say, well, actually, no, I'm going to say there's three options. Option number one, never meet any women ever again because you're scared of what will happen if you do. Option number two, meet women and just take your chance and like maybe they will get rid of you maybe they won't but just do what you're doing anyway or option number three commit to constantly improving yourself so that you can get the best women that you can get and so that the women who you meet are less likely to want to trade you in because you're always improving and most men don't always improve henceforth you're actually just way more attractive and desirable on the hypergamy scale than the average man that is pretty much the whole fundamental basis behind game really that's more or less it you're leveling yourself up so that women find you more desirable so that's what i would say to any man who's listening just keep working on yourself don't stop and another thing i would say as well this is something that slightly annoys me about our kind of circles which is men seem to have loyalties to any one form of self-improvement so there are men who go oh looks don't matter looks don't matter and when they're saying looks don't matter what they're saying is i refuse to do anything that would make me look better and it's like well 
Why? Because firstly, looks don't matter as much for women as they do for us. That's true. But if going to the gym is going to give you a bit more muscle, number one, forgetting the fact that actually going to the gym will make you live longer, be stronger, fitter, faster, better in bed, more energy, forgetting all of that. But if going to the gym is actually going to help you on the hypergamy scale by 10%, why the heck would you not do it? I don't see the point in that at all. So there's that. And then it's like, oh, you don't need money to get girls. Well, okay, but why not? Why not actually build yourself up financially and become as much of a success as possible? Firstly, so that you can live the life that you want to live and go away, have vacations, holidays, buy yourself cool stuff. But secondly, it actually will make you more attractive. But then, yeah, there's all the other things as well. So your confidence, your social circle, your, your dress sense, just every area that you can possibly improve yourself in, just do it. If you improve yourself in by 10% in all of the areas that I've said, that doesn't equate to 10% improvement. That re- equates to a lot more. Work on yourself all the freaking time. Yeah, 100%. Hypergamy can be, if taken the wrong way, depressing, but it's not. I, I see it the opposite, totally the opposite way. Uh, we've gathered information. Now we understand the situation better, and therefore we can use that to our advantage. Uh, the more information, the better. If men are not aware of hypergamy, then they they don't know what they need to do. And you see, there's a lot of hacks out there, ways to get around this situation. Obviously, improve yourself. Self-improvement, if you're not educated, make sure you read a lot of books, uh, make sure you're a little bit worldly, maybe do a little bit of traveling. Obviously, work on your charisma, work on interactions with lots of women, very important, so that you can uh, interact with a woman and, and you come across charismatic. Hit the gym and make sure you're looking as fit as possible, eat well, fashion sense, make sure you dress as best as you possibly can, make sure you're hanging out with the right crowd, do a little bit of work on your career as well. But too much in one area can be a negative. So for instance, if you hit, you spend too much time in the gym and you're extremely jacked and you're spending all your time, uh, all your money and your time in the gym and, 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 and buying milk powder and all of these uh, supplements, that could be a negative as well. But on the other hand, if you're spending all your time at work six, seven days a week trying to make money and you're extremely wealthy, but you're stressed and overworked like some bankers I know, you've spent too much time on that area. It doesn't matter how much money you have and how well, how good you look in that suit. You're not going to be the type of guy that uh, the right type of girl is going to want. Having a, as much of a balanced lifestyle as possible. And also you can balance out the parts of your life that you are lacking a little bit in. So for instance, you spend a little bit of time working on your appearance. You spend time in the gym and you're, you're relatively well educated, but you're not making a lot of money. Maybe, maybe with your fashion, you can uh, dress as if you have a lot more money you know and come across as if you have a little bit more money and try to make up where your deficits are with other different hacks if you don't have a lot of friends right now you can just work on your charisma and have that personality that screams that you have a lot of friends anyway if you are a little bit pudgy and you're a little bit overweight, use your fashion to try and cover that up and make it uh, not as obvious. So there's, there's little hacks along the way that can definitely help. Information is, is key. If you have information like you have now with uh, hypergamy and how important it is and how uh, a lot of women are hypergamous, you can use that to your advantage now that you're aware of it. Uh, it's very important to be aware 
and I think that hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it totally does. So I feel like that is a great place to end the conversation. Thank you very much for your time, Mr. Dave. How can people get in touch with you if they like the sound of everything that you said so far? Oh, well, uh, well, hopefully they're part of the Game Global Network. I'm the admin of the Sydney group, Sydney, Australia. So you can probably find me in there. And I've got my own uh, YouTube channel called One Man's Life Mission as well, Dave Lee. If they're already part of the Game Global community, you can find me in the Sydney group. And uh, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, it has. So yeah, this has been another episode of the Game Global Podcast. We're here with you every freaking Monday. Now, we have the Game Academy, gameglobal.net forward slash academy. It's your walkthrough guide to everything that you need to know in order to improve your skills with the ladies. So go and check that out. Have yourself an absolutely fantastic day and goodbye.